The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, former pizza company CEOs, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Shara Kane. And I'm Pup Fritz. And Lansing Mike is away this week. Uh, let's see, where is he? Um, somewhere in northern Michigan. Um, being up by the pinky. Yeah. Tip of the pinky. Yeah, he's uh, camping it up out there. Um, so, and not at a fun campground like Creek Ridge. Uh, so I brought my puppy along instead, yay, Yay. who's, oh, so cute, such a cute puppy, yes, yes, you are, yes, you're, you're so cute when your face turns a lovely shade of red. (laughs) It's just, it's mainly just from a hot car. Yep. Remember, don't keep your pups in a hot car. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, if it's too hot for you, it's too hot for them. <laughs> well, and I'm sure that you've seen the meme in the winter, in the wintertime, you know, it, bring your the animal your animals in and warm them up, and, you know, it's a picture of a deer, and then venison steak. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, gossip-wise, um, in the past two weeks... Um, We've done one and a half things, basically. Uh, because... Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First Friday doesn't really count, and I think going forward, I am going to have to dump First Friday in August, and maybe even in September. Hmm. Um, because the first weekend of August of every single year in Old Town is Jazz Fest. So parking is a royal pain in the arf. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then also trying to walk through town in your leather, leather with all the, the Gentiles there just for jazz. Yeah, and all of the drunken uh, straight people in the Esquire bar that night. Yes. So, yeah. Um, plus, it didn't help that... This weekend was also uh, Dog Days of Summer. Yes. So a good chunk of the Lansing uh, puppy community, except for, well, us. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, uh, yeah, on Friday night, they were in Lake Orion enjoying a barbecue. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, they were at Menjo's. The Bosch. Yes. Yes. Everybody was. So you can look up Dog Days of Summer on Facebook and see all of the pictures of all of the puppies doing all All of the things. Doing all the things and gain the occasional cone of shame. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So Friday was a bust. We peeled out of there earlier than usual. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was obvious nobody was coming. Yeah. So. uh, But 
that leads us rather quickly then into Detroit Bondage Club. Mm-hmm. And after scarfing down a bunch of food, uh, I took you downstairs and I turned you into a paprito. Yes, it was so fun. Yes, a, a puppy wrapped for your freshness. Yes. Just just did a simple one layer of uh, Homo Depot movers wrap around you and, and pulled it and finally broke through around your nipples and your dick so that we could get at those. Um, how did you, how'd you like the bondage? Let's start with that. I really enjoyed it. I was really comfortable in it. It was very calming. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just felt really comfortable in it. It's, um, especially, too, because it just kind of, like, holds everything in. And I think one of the the best parts of it, though, was just having other people touch you because you could only feel their heat. You couldn't really feel, like, their, them touching you. Right. Um, you could feel the heat and the pressure, but not... Not the sensation of right. the actual skin. Um, uh, Except was, on your nipples. Yes. That we... <laughs> that was incredibly enjoyable. Which, by the way, I didn't know you actually had clothespins on them until you took them off. And then you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, I was like, did he just rip my nipple ring off me? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, there goes the other one. So that was not that about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was definitely um, a new sensation. That was fun. Um, well, then next time I put clothespins on you, I will have to squeeze, twist, and work them a bit more so yeah. that when I put them on you, you know that they're there. <laughs> so that when I take them off, that's such a shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I really enjoyed that. Um, it was definitely calming. It's like, oh, I know what. What's her name? Oh, she invented that thing for cows. <laughs> to, like, get crushed. Not crushed in. Like, that little cow cushion. Okay. Temple Grandin. I was like, oh, no, I know how those cows smell. Just kind of calms them before they get killed. <laughs> but it is very like I, I wasn't on planning applying a <laughs> bolt gun to your head but it is very calming and um and very fun just to um have those two areas exposed yeah and for some reason every time you like touched my balls it was very like shocking also like <laughs> I just was not expecting it yeah, yeah even though I, I I wasn't rough on them at all no. I just yeah just yeah Touch, just touch them gently, but yeah, you seem to react to that. <laughs> so I did just at right at the yeah. right level for you. Except I didn't let the puppy come. No. No, I, I was a mean daddy. I brought him up to the edge and then said, okay, time to cut the puppy out of the plastic. <laughs> it was definitely fun. Definitely enjoyed it. Uh, let's see here. What did I do after that? Um... Got my, wandered around a bit, um, got myself into another edging scene um, that was being done upstairs. It was a lot warmer and a lot sweatier. Yes. Because uh, you know, that house doesn't have AC. It has a pretty good attic fan, and that helps. Uh, I, I was there one time in the summer when the attic fan was not working, and it was miserable but so the attic fan helps but yeah um yeah because you were there for the final explosion yeah of that edging scene and there were just a lot of bodies in that room everybody was there for that yeah and yeah finally there yeah it took a while we brought him up 
took our hands off, brought him up, took our hands off. And then when we finally decided, all right, we're going to let him nut, he couldn't get yeah. there. <laughs> Oh, we had, we, poor boy, that, that, that poor, poor, poor man. So yet in order so that he was finally able to not, we had to undo one of his arms and said, here, you do it. Apparently we're doing it wrong. (laughs) It's definitely a fun scene to watch. Oh yeah. And then after that, well, in between there, I also saw, um, a rope bondage session, Hmm. uh, going on on the web. Um, yeah, one of our local rope specialists um mm-hmm. yeah had one of the guys tied up and was doing basic sensations yeah it was uh, fun to watch it was a yeah. good demonstration yeah and a, a really intricate rope corset that yeah looked neat i didn't have a chance to see it close up but i've seen him work that before mm-hmm. um and yeah it's a really nice piece of work that guy after the rope and after the edging scene he and i kind of uh macked out for a while and then and I said, you know, I'd really like to have my tongue up your ass. And he's like, well, you know, I do like a good rim. I said, okay, I, I give some of the best rims in the county. Uh, let's head downstairs uh, to the rim seat. And yeah, I, uh, yeah, he sat on my face. I ate him out nicely and beat off to a massive explosion of my own. And Around then, it was 11 o'clock, and we were both kind of feeling tired yeah. then. Yeah, and I didn't even really do that much afterward. I just kind of posed around, watched the, the other men play. I feel like there were a lot of people there last night, but not a lot of action going on. I think everybody was kind of just drained. Yeah, it, it's August. Yeah. It's the armpit of the year. I know, but it was just nice just to hang out with everybody. There were some fun scenes going on, though. There I were. mean, that was nice. I do like to watch stuff. So. Um, lots of fun stuff. Some new faces and... Mm-hmm. Some new faces, some old faces. Um, yeah, it was good to see everybody again. And yeah, and then, yeah, get home and see, oh, that's where everybody else was. They were all at Menjo's. Yeah, pretty much. So. Uh, yeah, because was that there. It's Bear Weekend Camp at. Mm-hmm. It's Pirate Weekend at Creek Ridge. So our mateys. Evenly split. Yeah, I don't know how kinky pirates would be i don't know I wonder how they did pirate weekend did they, <laughs> they were did all they... searching for booty um <laughs> i do know that they had like a like a little raft set up that was kind of like going on the creek okay take it across and um like a party on the pond type thing going on not to uh, there was also dr- dry queens there for entertainment, but I'm not sure what they... It wasn't very pirate-themed, though. I think there was just a couple things going on. Yeah, and I don't know. Drag and clothing-optional campground. Uh, it doesn't feel like it goes yeah. together too well. I mean, I mean, drag's all about the clothes and the makeup and the <laughs> hair. And, yeah, and at a place like Creek Ridge where there's a whole lot of natural light, yeah. it's also not really the friend of drag either. Yeah. And woke up today feeling hungover. So that was fun. I just took a nap um, on the floor because it's cooler on the floor than it is in the bedroom. <laughs> I woke up pretty good today. Just... 
It's like, okay, I've, I've got to get off. <laughs> like, that. that is the first thing to do this morning. Yeah, that, that edging session and, you know, and yes. dirty dreams and you were finally like, I have to take things into my own hands yes. and get pound out a good puppy load. That is something I've been having a lot lately of, though, is sex dreams. And that's something I don't really have a lot of. Um, mm-hmm. And especially, like, past couple of weeks, they've all been dreams about, like, dungeon play and guys jacking off wearing rubber. And my dreams are usually not that specific at all. They're really, like, out there, like, really kind of dreams. These are very, like, real. Hmm. Interesting. So I, I was like, hmm, my brain's really going there. Yeah, right du- dungeons and rubber. Okay, well, yeah. I know I know that with your job, you're not able to take any extra time off. But the way the trains run, you might be able to make a day trip, either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, to Mr. International Rubber. Yeah, um, th- That would be November 9th, 10th, and 11th. And 11th, um, because the the Amtrak train gets into Chicago about 10 a.m. and then leaves Chicago about yeah. six. So you can make a day trip out of it. You'll yeah, we have to do something. It's yeah. just like hmm, that's just, it's just odd to me because it's not something that I normally search for, like porn wise. Uh, you should have some uh, quality time with uh, with Veritas, yes. and you might be able to find some rubber to uh, squeeze you into or. See if we can carefully squeeze you into my rubber that I'd have to get you good and slick up <laughs> first. And I need to find what I did with my... Uh, <laughs> my body is very compressed. My lube. <laughs> with with the uh, particular silicone lube that I like to use, I need to find where I put it. That's somewhere in the chaos that is my apartment. Yeah. Uh, big puppy yawn. And you're too far away for, for me to, to stick my fi- my fingers in your mouth while you're yawning. I'm like, oh, now that I'm inside instead of outside, I'm sleepy. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with the minimal gossip, uh, we shall move on to the expert portion of the show. And we're going to talk about a topic that has cropped its head up in my life recently um, several times. And uh, that is sounding. And I know we've talked about it on this podcast before at some point, maybe not in full detail. Well, no, I'm pretty sure I did one expert portion right on sounding, but the way I have this podcast archived, I can't find it. So I'm going to mark this episode. This is the sounding episode, and I'm going to put a pin in it so that it's easy to find. And um, so... Yeah, sounding, or the gentle art of sticking things in your dick. All sorts of things, as you found out, right, Bobby? <laughs> yes. yes, people are very creative. Yeah, uh, if you do a search for sounding porn, especially on, like, Xtube or Xhamster or the more amateur sites, you're going to find guys sticking all sorts of things into their yeah. dicks, which we at a hairy-prone companion... Do not recommend. <laughs> we recommend going onto Amazon and actually purchasing a set of urethral sounds for $35. Yeah, shockingly inexpensive, very affordable. Well, you know, the, um, there's not a lot of medical demand for them anymore, and it is 
a rather specialized kink, mm -hmm. but they're easy enough to manufacture. So, yeah. uh, you know, not a lot of material costs, not very high demand. And, you know, there's enough demand there that they keep making the stuff. So it ends up, yeah, being $35 for a set. Um, now, when you buy the set of sounds, Harry Program Companion also recommends you look for uh, packets of sterile lube. You want to use sterile, of course, um, and I like the the small, I think they're like one ounce, maybe half ounce. Um, well, they're probably measured in grams. I don't remember the exact size, but they are single-use packets of sterile lubricant, which is nice because each one of the packets is basically enough for one sound to go yeah. in um and that way you don't end up contaminating the rest of the batch yeah so you know you just use it as many packets as you need and then you've got the rest of the 144 for next time yeah what brands do you recommend what do you normally use or i am not picky on brands um it they're they're basically commodities, uh, as long as they say, you know, sterile lube, um, and that, um, yeah, that they're in the packets. I mean, I, I've never had a bad experience with any of you the know. ones like that. Um, and they're all, they're all basically sterile KY jelly. Um, so you don't have a choice of, oh, do I want... Uh, water-based or grease-based or silicone-based. Yeah. No, these are all water-based, and you don't have choices of flavors. Yeah. You know, there's no <laughs> strawberry kiwi. Right. There's no bacon. No, these are sterile. <laughs> so, yeah, we will be yeah. disappointed about it. Um, I would also recommend getting um, a pressure cooker or instant pot to sterilize everything. If you want to go whole hog and pony up $2,000 or so, you can get a small autoclave, which will also sterilize. And the nice thing about an autoclave is you can use specific autoclave bags so that yeah. uh, the, the sounds, once you sterilize them, will stay sterile. Um, and those bags are made out of the same stuff that they wrap band-aids. Uh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but you have to use an actual autoclave for those bags. Um, otherwise, if you're just using a pressure cooker or instant pot, um, half hour um, at the highest pressure that it can uh, be safely done at, read the instructions for your pressure cooker or instant pot. Uh, so, half hour at full pressure, release the pressure, let things cool off, and then, yeah, you can. Uh, play with them nice. uh, and go slow be gentle yeah, work your way up work your way up but also I don't start novices at the smallest one um, the smallest one in my kit is I want to say three uh, millimeters of diameter um, I, I think that's what the numbers mean. Mm -hmm. um, but I, first time I stuck one of my metal rods into you, puppy, uh, I think we started at a seven. Is a six. Six? Yeah. 
Okay. And then we moved up. Yeah. Went to seven. Went to seven. Yeah. And I can, I can do nine, ten comfortably. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll start with a nine uh, just to loosen things up a bit. And then I will quickly from that move up to the ten. Mm. Um, and I don't, I don't like starting at the lowest level because those can get pokey. Yeah. Um, if, if you miss the larger ones that, you know, it, you know, it's the equivalent of, you know, do you want to get poked with a needle or poked with the end of a baseball bat? Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, generally what you want to do is put lube just on the slit, put lube on the entire sound, mm-hmm. use more lube than you think you, you'll need. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing for most sexual practices. Lube's cheap. Use a bunch of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, basically let gravity do most of the work. Many people will have a bit of a stricture in their urethra just past the head of the dick. Yeah. Um, and that... I know mine's kind of like, it feels like almost like right where you're... Um, frenulum is mm-hmm. like just right in that spot. Yeah, I don't have that, but I think that's a side effect of the fact that I had a PA. Oh, yeah. uh, and I'd gotten it up to a six gauge. Yeah, so I think mine there has it's, already been yeah. stretched out permanently. Uh, but so you'll find that bit of stricture that you may need to gently work your way through, and then things will open up a bit, and you should be able to slide in uh the rest of the way you want to do this with a limp dick especially if it is the van buren sounds which have a rather pronounced j curve uh on the end of them um because a hard dick ain't gonna curve around that um there are the two main types of sounds for men are Van Buren, which have the J curve, and the Bertel, which are just uh, completely straight. straight. Um, I did some research. The sounds that I have aren't actually true Bertel sounds, even though they don't have the J curve. Um, I don't recall the name, but the sounds I have are actually designed for females. Um, and as such, they are shorter mm. than uh, a full Van Buren or Bertel. Um, and we have to be careful about that because those can slip in all the way, yeah. <laughs> which uh, can cause issues, cause irritation, scratching. Yeah, can cause the puppy to drip red for a while. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that, well, y- and safety. Yeah, we, we want to be gentle with the inside of the puppy's mm-hmm. dig. Um, you may also see out there on the market sold as sounds or sold similarly, um, ones that have an S curve to them and say that both ends are insertable and one end will be one unit larger, wider than the other. Those are actually not urethral sounds. Those are cervical dilators. Oh, Um, I mean... Yeah. They can be used, but if you have the choice, I recommend you put actual sounds in yeah. you. I mean, especially if you're starting out, right? Now, some players like the S-curve, and they prefer that. But 
know, giving advice to those who are new, I'd say, you know, stick with the ones that are designed to go in your deck. Yeah. So, um, silicone sounds are also a thing from uh, some of the uh, sex toy uh, providers such as Square Peg, Mr. S, I think Fort Trough has or had some as well. Yeah. Um, the, the one that I, I, or Oxballs is, yeah, who made the one that I put into you, Puppy, last yeah. night while I had you wrapped up um, because we had done the metal sounds before and yeah. I found um, my one silicone bang sound. Um, so I used that on, on you. So tell, tell our listeners what you thought about that one. Um, definitely couldn't, oh, I almost didn't feel most of it. I could definitely feel like at the top of my head, Mm -hmm. um, the little spot in my frenulum where it kind of like pushed on that structure. I never saw the full length of it, so I'm not sure how much was actually inside of me because I was also blindfolded at the time, so I couldn't really see. You you took the whole thing and it's about as long as my other sounds. Oh, okay. Um, couldn't feel the movement in it as much either. Um. Okay. For that, um, I don't know if it was like just like the right match diameter of my urethra, or just there's something about it where it. Yeah, and we weren't doing a lot of in, like in and out yeah. either. Um, it was mainly slide it in and then work your dick yeah. with it in you. So, and yeah, I mean, so the metal sounds your body will bend to match yeah. the metal sound. The silicone sounds are so soft at least the one I have, um, that it bends to match your body. And as yeah. such, it has less of an intense of a sensation. Mm-hmm. So um, something to be aware of uh, with that. Um, otherwise, it's all about cleanliness. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your dick. Um, stay hydrated. Uh, take a piss shortly after having things in your dick. Um, and realize yes. that it it may burn, um, yeah. and it may burn a couple times that that you go to piss. But if it if it's still burning three days later, go see your doctor. Yes. It, um, that's what I had the last time I played with metal sounds because I know um, went too big too fast. Just yeah, yeah, we 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 got a year with them, um, and that was. That was like, because the first time I did it, it was like, oh, there's a little burning. It's like, but it wasn't that bad. And mm-hmm. this time it was like, oh, that burned. And then it was like almost crumpled on the floor, like feel like you got punched in the dick pain every time I peed for like a day. So then it was like, and I'm like, oh, and my my shorts looked a little red. Yes. Um, for what I did afterward, too. Um, but yeah, that lasted for about a day. So I... Made extra sure just to keep an eye on it, um, just to make sure nothing did progress any further. Um, but I did look up a lot of stuff, especially you know, like Reddit's always a treasure mm-hmm. trove of <laughs> knowledge. Uh, on there. Yeah, I don't know how um, accurate Reddit always is, but there's a lot of right. it. Right, um, but to me on there too, it seems like a lot of like, um, like fear mongering and stuff. Um, because you get the people where it's like, it's normal just to have like some spotting. Um, and then the other people that are like, nope, everything's wrong. Like your dick's going to fall off. Like you got to see a doctor. <laughs> um, 
Right. Yeah, my... And, it, and yeah. I, it's like, anyone I'm in the head space, too, where it's like, if you're doing that type of thing uh-huh. to your urethra, urethra, you're bound to get at least some type of This is why we sterilize things. Yes, that's yes. why. Um, but, yeah, and generally with stuff like that, um, I go by the three-day rule, which is my general health advice uh, uh, for most things. If my body is not suffi- has not repaired itself in three days, it will need it needs some assistance yeah. in some form, and that's when we go to the doctor mm-hmm. and we are honest with the doctors. Always be honest with the yes. medical professionals in your life. If you can't be honest with your doctor. Get a new doctor. Yes. Uh, Kinkware Professionals are a lovely place to start. That's what. Right. Um, there's there is a a doctor here in Lansing who is on Kinkware Professionals, which mm. blew my mind because the only other one in, in Michigan is in Royal Oak, which is for those yeah. outside of the Detroit area. Royal Oak is basically the gay ghetto of Detroit. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, um, trying to think, where was I? Oh, yeah, buy quality stuff, and quality is inexpensive. Um, sterilize, sterile lube, go slow. Yes. Uh, it, it is the journey, not the destination. Don't um, try to match the porn that you're watching where they're jackhammering their dick. <laughs> yeah. They have been doing it for a while. Yeah, no, not so much. And you want to be... Um, gentle about beating off when it's in your dick. Um, you may not even, first time, I might not even recommend beating off at all. Just enjoy the sensations of the Mm -hmm. sound itself sliding in and out. Um, and then, yeah, clean up your toys when you're done with them. Uh, make sure to dry them completely because, uh, they are steel. They are stainless steel, so they won't rust right away, but they can get rust spots on yeah. them if uh, too much moisture sits right on them. And then you end up having rough spots yes. in your sounds, which, yeah, no, no, but no. You can just take a little salt and some lemon juice and scrub that right out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and if uh, anyone listening has any additional questions about urethral sounding we are available on twitter at harry prone comp or email harry prone at gmail.com uh and we will answer uh, your questions as best we can crafting i'm still working on on my scarf um it's progressing slowly still because i don't like knitting so much in the summer it is just so hot, and the the thought of a scarf, you know, it's like... Yes. Or trying to knit a sweater yeah. and you have half of it piled up on your lap. Yeah, exactly. It, um, but also, I'm, I'm also thinking that, you know, I've cast on so many, and it is so wide, um... Maybe I'll end up turning it into a pillow instead of a scarf. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see where I am when I'm done with. Uh, when I'm at the end of the current uh, ball of yarn, and see where I'm at, and I'm like, okay, if I fold this over and and sew it shut, what have I got? Yeah, because it's 
It's going to be a... If I turn it into a scarf, it's going to be a, a whole, whole lot of scarf. Yeah. yeah. But it's, a, it's a house scarf. It's just one of those things. It's yeah. so big, you just wear it around your house to uh, yeah, wrap no, up your neck. And... No, you put it around your house. <laughs> um, have you done anything crafting or creative? I have not. I've been so busy with everything. Um, well, I mean, but... you've been a canvas. Yes. Getting art done on me, all my, my tattoo work. It's all healing and scabby and fun. Yes. Um, and it looks really nice. Thank you. Very. Um, yeah, the purple and green just pop out. Um, but, but I know I'm like stocking up on ideas right now to furnish my new place. Um, made my little stop to Joanne's today to look for fun fabrics. And some are very garish out there. <laughs> it's hard to find a nice masculine floral print. Um, kind of two synonymous terms that don't well together um, um per- perhaps aimed more towards the japanese and, and yeah that's what i was thinking. chinese um so who knows looking trying to make some curtains but i do know i really would like to make a new cross stitch to hang up in the apartment um also at joanne's i noticed that now they have decorative cross stitches already pre-made um Kind of defeats the point. Some are fun, but I'm like, um, well, I mean, do you want the art of it or do you want the the craft? Right, right. exactly. Um, but I knew there is. Oh, I wish I could remember the website. Um, where you can get like the full kit of everything. She has great designs. Um, it's like subversive cross stitch. I want to. Possibly might be the website. Um, I, I've got that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, but I know the one I want to make. I don't know if I want to put it in the bathroom because it's semi-appropriate or just out in the house. Um, but it's just a nice kind of little sampler that just says, what a bunch of shit. Um, and I'm like, I, I kind of like that. That's kind of. <laughs> put it right inside your front door. <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of my go-to attitude towards life. Uh, uh, yes, lots of fun stuff on there. They have lots of gay themed, LGBT themed. Yeah, my ex Stuff. had a sampler um, above one of the doors that said, back door guests are the best. Yes. I'm like, oh, yes, it's of course. <laughs> had that right over the door. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, okay. Well, uh, this is ending up being a shorter episode. Events coming up. Um, we are still going to try and do first Friday, first weekend in September, um, even though that is Labor Day weekend, and I think it's also Blues Fest. They're possibly, or East Lansing Art Fest. No, that's in the spring. Never mind. Yeah. So, festival? Possibly? Possibly, yeah. There, there's, there's all of sorts of festivals so. th- yeah. this time, and I don't know. Scrap Fest was earlier in the summer, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay. But there could also be an arts night out, which is usually Friday night. Well, as long as they don't have the streets blocked off, yeah. then then things are good. good. And then in two weeks, three weeks, is War mm-hmm. of the Roses yes. uh, at Menjo's. And, um, three I, day. Yeah. I am planning on being there just the Saturday mm. for that. And... I'm taking you with me, Poppy. I, yes, I, I will. I will pay for your ticket, and so that Very you, excited to go. so that you can see the amazing rear end of Hunger FF in person. Yes, 
Very it's an amazing rear end, isn't it? Very excited about that. <laughs> and the play space with so Poppy needs to keep doing his homework. There's lots of stuff there. Play space. Um, gear swap. swap. Just um, and um, just uh, dancing and, yep. and drinks and all sorts of general stuff. merriment. Yeah, yeah. Eat, eat, drink, and, and be gay. And, <laughs> So there's even going to be a women's play space, too. So the gentle art of vaginal fisting may be on display as well. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm going to be all about the ass. And, yeah, I'm going to trim my fingernails really, really short. Kind of like yours, puppy. I know, mine are very thin, but that's that's anxiety, not fetish. Yeah, you you can always tell who the fisting tops are by their (laughs) fingernails. Uh, I'll be able to talk about that on the next episode. Uh, And then, as I was mentioning, uh, coming up in November, November, uh, weekend of November 9th, uh, is uh, Mr. International Rubber uh, in Chicago. That is going to be, the vendor mart is going to be at the center at Halstead, um, but the actual contest is going to be at the Chicago Museum of Modern Art, Contemporary Art. Um, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the many museums in Chicago because they had outgrown the um, presentation space in the center. Yeah, They needed some place that had more seats because mm-hmm. yeah, they just sold out right away. And yeah, so they needed somewhere with more room. So it's, it's going to be yeah, and the theme of this year is the art of rubber. Very so. fun. I know there is also coming up, I think that's in September, Menjo's Leather Expo. Oh, yeah, with Icon. Yes. Is yeah, that yeah. September 14th? That sounds possibly, right. I want to say. Because there's that. There's also something coming up at the Dunes. Is it Mr. Dunes Leather? I know they do it in the yeah. spring, but there's also something coming up. In September for that also. There's... I don't know if it's about the same... I don't know if it's the week after. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't been paying much attention um, to the There's quite dunes. a few big things coming up all at once, I want to say. All at once, all around. Yeah, because that's, that's a few days also, I want to say. It's another three-day event. There's big... Vendermart also. Um, lots of shops, lots of people. Um, lots of good stuff. I really need to get off my rear end and start a Patreon for the show so that we can afford to go to more yes, of these things. Yeah, I mean, I don't want much from the Patreon, but I mean, if we could get, you know, five grand a month coming in, that would be, that would be really, really be nice. Very nice. You know, between the two of us, I mean, I could live frugally on $2,500 a month. <laughs> I could, I could probably live frugally on less, but yeah, it would, it, it would be nice if there were enough fans who thought enough of us to, to give us enough money that Lansing Mike and I could, you know, do this sort of thing full time and get better equipment, yes. you know, go more places, do more interviews. But anyway, uh, but it is hot. I am sticky and sweaty and I want to turn the AC yeah. back on. And so on that note, we've run out of cool air again. 
Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thanks so much for listening to us. Be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Tours of Paris, Linoleum Knife, Off the Cuffs, and Being There. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. <laughs>